You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here on Friday for 10 games, James. We got 10 games here on Friday's main slate, both DraftKings and FanDuel on today's docket with 10 games which is great yesterday we had the split slate always a little bit bit more difficult to deal with with the change of start times but uh fridays are generally pretty consistent we've been fortunate i think these last few days with no weather but that is not going to be the case today we got quite a few games here with some potential weather issues chicago possible rain and wind looking at that one as we get closer to start time early early slate that's early yeah slate. that's true that's the early slate that's a good point red sox forgot about that i was the red sox are at the top of my list usually so i'm looking at that and like oh <laughs> you know atlanta cincinnati is, an, is also oh, early slate. beautiful then we're okay we're okay we're just looking down the weather report here so i'm scrolling as i'm scrolling down I'm not looking at start times is detroit on the other slate are we good there? Uh, no we did detroit is where we kick off on, okay, so uh, detroit the cleveland then are, are two games and basically if you're playing in like the mid north right your central yeah. united states you're, you got some rain issues there so detroit and cleveland then are two games that we're watching for some potential weather so be on the lookout for that kansas city versus detroit yankees versus cleveland as we get closer to roster lock those two games may be in some potential trouble and back in course for we do have course that is true back we had one day off from course but here we are back again yep that's true. So there's your brief weather report. If you're playing some showdowns, you got the weather report on those games as well. We do have some good pitching matchups, I want to say here. I think that we have some elite pitchers on the slate. We mentioned the weather in Cleveland, but Garrett Cole is at the top. We have Corbin Burns against Pittsburgh, who's been hitting the ball pretty well. We got Christian Javier, fresh off of his combined no-hitter against an Angels lineup here at $9,200 on DraftKings. I even don't hate bassett it's it's i like him that he's that he's home where he's pitched way better this year three one six era at home versus a five era on the road i know the rangers lineup starting to hit a bit but you know if we're looking at the top grouping there i think those guys are all pretty much in play yeah i mean i think cole stands out obviously as like the clear-cut number one in corbin burt like it's really one a one b cole since his blow up in minnesota has been tremendous Three straight starts of six plus innings, seven plus strikeouts, only one win over that span. Yankees not scoring for Garrett Cole at all, which is super weird to see. But I think Cole's as elite as it gets. And Pittsburgh's offense has been better, as we've mentioned a bunch. And I don't think we can really look at Corbin Burns start earlier this year and be like, oh, 10 strikeouts is going to do it again. But obviously we know there's the potential eight plus strikeouts and four straight starts for Burns, three earned runs or less, and two straight starts of seven plus innings. Like, they're letting him go deep into games 105 pitches or more in three of his last four starts so uh, i like bassett and i think you could play gonsolin but like i would find i feel like in most situations i'm going to find the money to get to cole and corbin burns yeah i'm generally in that same range for as well over on fanduel the pricing is pretty similar in terms of order of guys like those are your top four or five pitchers so all that plays obviously as we talk about when it comes to FanDuel, no negatives over there unless you're giving up runs. So you can really pile on the statistics, especially if you're a strong strikeout pitcher. 
because hits, walks, whatever, that doesn't go against you. If we're looking in the mid-tier, this is where it gets, I think, a little bit more questionable. Joe Ryan against Baltimore, he's been okay since coming back. We know Baltimore is an offense that strikes out a lot. They have some talent. I think that they're a little bit more intriguing being away from home, too, just because of the way they redesigned that ballpark out there. But Ryan's been a pretty solid talent for them. But after that, it's, it's, I just look at the board, and I don't know where I want to go. Do you like Marco Gonzalez against Oakland? Is that a spot that you would in be interested in? Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, I have like, I'd probably hold Gonzalez in higher regard than most. I will say like the strikeout upside is limited. He really, saw... needs, a, he really needs a win, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah, he definitely needs a win. And we saw JP Crawford start his suspension last night. So I'm wondering if we see more guys like J-Rod and if we see Baker start their suspensions tonight. It's something just to monitor because we're close to that. Unless they win their appeals, which not going to happen, right? then I would be a little worried about Marco because then I don't think they can win. Or like, I mean, I still think they can win because Oakland's bad, but like less likely. So I like Marco Gonzalez. I mean... I'm slightly interested in Lance Lynn. I know he has not looked good, but the strikeouts were there. Lynn, Lynn, so here's the weird thing. Lynn was actually rolling in that game, and then they sent him out for the seventh, and he, he got lit. They should have pulled him at six innings, and that, that would have looked way better for him. I would be, I'd be interested. I would be interested in going back to him. It's a good ball. It's a great ballpark. Yeah, and even I, my perception of the Giants of late is that their offense hasn't been great. The numbers will probably just prove me wrong on this. Yeah, they're ninth in OPS yeah. against right-handed pitching this year. But you mentioned lately they're 13th, which in over the last two weeks, they do have a 25% K rate over the last two okay. weeks, John. Maybe, so maybe like... that's what I, I have a little bit of a better better feel on. Fan graphs, it bugs because it can't adjust for like the new dates. I'm just kind of fumble around here and try to get the actual the actual timeline that I'm looking for here real quick. So we got 30. Lynn feels like any guy over 7K. He feels like the best up. Like in that sub javier range from like joe ryan to michael lorenzen which is like 88 to 71 lynn feels like the best option to me i think that's fair i'm not sure who else i would play in that range if not seattle has their offense then i would play marco gonzalez and if they don't i'd be a little worried about marco gonzalez yeah, I'm with you there. Let me go ahead and see. Any other value? I continue to play Ronzi Contreras. I mean, he's been walking too many guys. Five walks against Tampa Bay. He only allowed one earned run, which is the second straight start. He's done so, and he does have strikeout upside. So Ronzi Contreras, 6,800. Len Otto, he got shelled in his return, and now he gets the Mets. Uh, don't love that. Aaron May gets the Yankees. Hate that. Brad Keller, I guess, but, like, he's so up and down. He goes seven scoreless against Oakland, and then next time, literally his next start is against Oakland. He gives up four earned and three and two-thirds, like, but he gets Detroit. So can we trust Brad Keller against Detroit? Maybe. Yeah. It, seven it's... innings, seven innings, two runs against right. Detroit earlier in the year. Right. Anybody else for you? I guess it's monitor what's happening with Seattle and if there's no if like Seattle is without Jarrod Winker JP Crawford maybe Caprilli right maybe, maybe if they don't have anybody then yeah definitely possible and then Spencer Watkins I don't think we need to go there but yeah I don't think so I think it's Keller for under 6k and then we wait and see what happens with Seattle's offense because if they're not there I've had I'd have some interesting 
Okay. Go over to catcher. Are we spending it up? Will Smith for sure against Snell. Will Smith is on fire. That over a thousand OPS over his last ten games. I think you can go there. Definitely not paying forty eight hundred for Austin Nola. I don't know what that pricing is about. I don't really have any other interest for guys over K under four K. Bethancourt has slowed down drastically. If you want to play Detroit, Eric Haas has been pretty good, John. He has homers in two of his last three, three of his last six, and he has a 930 OPS over his last 10 games. So if you want to play Eric Haas, I think that could be a little appealing. Eddie Rutschman continues to be pretty good. Again, if you're not on Lynn, listen, Adley is a very talented hitter. Yeah. Like, you're getting one of the top prospects in baseball that is an offensive first catcher. If you're not buying into Lynn, I think Adley is a pretty good just one-off catcher throw-in. Cal Rally, we mentioned him for, we mentioned him for Thursday slate, two for four, a triple, a double, two ranking fantasy points, 3,500 against James Caprillo. So did, I you, did you mention Rosany Contreras? Did you say his name? Yeah, I did mention okay. Rosany. I was just looking yeah. at Omar Novaez, and I was like, Rosany's been pretty good. So Yeah, he's just walking. He had five walks his last start. Like yeah. He just needs to limit the walks, and I think he'll be fine. So, I, I did, yeah, I do like him. Omar's got doubles in three of the last four. So Yeah, can, yeah you could definitely play. I mean, you could definitely play Rosany Contreras as well. Like there's, I think there's both sides of the coin is viable. Cool. First base. Uh, oh, we just, I will say, right, I'm not. Hey, no, this hey, is just hey, a mention. Did you see Michael Perez hit three home runs last night for the Pirates? Uh, I did not. I know there was a lot of runs scored in it. Catcher Michael Perez, four for four, three home runs. He is hitting 169 on the year after hitting three home runs. In case you want to know, we're not chasing We did Michael. say we liked Pirates yesterday because of how bad Hauser is on the road. So it's That's not going to happen against Bo- Corbin, no. Corbin Burns, though. So. No. It was more of a we're not chasing this but like just shouting out michael perez for doing whatever he decided to do i don't know how he did it but here we are i'm with you there all right first base as we mentioned there's a lot of guys he can go to at the top crone's been better against righties this year i think merrill kelly's a reverse splits guy too right like he's better against lefties and righties or had yeah yeah he has been better so like you got kelly in court versus crone probably a top option here I don't think much of Alex Cobb, so I think if you wanted to run Vaughn or Abreu out there, you can. Those are fine. Let's see. I would, at the top tier, you didn't mention Pete Alonso, but I would play Pete Alonso. I just said you can play any of them. Okay. Yeah. Christian Walker in cores against Senzatella. Yeah. I mean, I always get so turned off by his 200 batting average, and but he's I mean, just, but yeah, but we're, but like, yeah, it's yeah. also the 200 batting average, but we're also, he gets to play in cores. Yeah. He's also, John... Okay, so you want some BVP data here. We got some BVP. See, see murder Sensatella? 10 for 21. Yeah. Two home runs. So, so here's what I love about facing Sensatella is he's not a strikeout guy. Not so, like, guy. if you're a strikeout hitter, like Christian Walker tends to be, Tella pitches the contact. So, like, Walker shouldn't be striking out here. If he does, that's a that's an injustice. So, I, yeah, I guess that's not bad. I don't mind the 4,200 there. I also don't mind Carlos Santana if he finds himself playing again tonight, if there are suspensions. When they traded for him, he was hitting 300 with a 900 OPS, and Caprillion has not been very good at all. So no. He's playing anyway because France is on yeah, the Yeah, France aisle. is out. Right, exactly. Good point. So, so he's Caprillion 393 Woba to left-handed bats, John. So, spot on there. Yep, I like it. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of that. Let's see. Your boy Kirill can keep running that one out there. Oh, I think I'm going to play a lot of Kirilov. I think the Twins are You've been be touting Twin Sacks for a bit. 
I think Twins are going to be quite popular here. Spencer Watkins looked good in his last start, but like he has a five ERA, he has a one six WHIP. I mean, this is not like a guy that like we're worried about. And plus, when he turns it over to the bullpen, like another situation we're really not worried about. So, dude, as long as they're going to give us Kirilov for this cheap, I'm one hundred percent. Yep, I'm in. Anybody else? Would you play? Yeah, yeah. Pasquatino. Yeah. Yeah, if he's the home run's gonna come one day. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. Just like, did you see the home run O'Neill Cruz hit last night? Absolute missile. That's he did it. I know you didn't, but he did. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I fell asleep very early. Last <laughs> yeah, night, I, so I didn't. Yeah. But I know the first one was this. Like I know the first one was like an absolute missile too. The guy just hits the ball extremely hard, like all the time. We had the over two and a half runs on Adrian Hauser. We had a guy on first, and he just threw a ball there's right down the middle, and O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> hit that ball a country mile, and then it was followed it up with back-to-back home runs by So we hit the over on the two-and-a-half earned on And Hauser. then Hauser left the game with an injury, so shout-out to uh, to Cruz and Sawinski getting it done early. Yeah, yeah, he was, they were just, I mean, he was just floating those pitches. So. And they actually were, he was in trouble in the first inning there, too, and he was able to work himself out of it a bit. So we, I was never worried about the Hauser cash. Listen, the research is what the research is, and that man sucks on right. the road. All right. Second base. What well, does a Katoa and why is he five? Oh, never mind. I had it searched. I sorted incorrectly. I thought he was like a top price guy. So <laughs> like, what, what is this? What, is what this? are you looking at, dude? Yeah, I don't know. It was sorted by like name, I guess. I don't know what happened there. All right, second base. Cronenworth's at the top. Not spending that much money on him. I don't mind Altuve against Lorenzen. Lorenzen sucked lately. I'm... Yeah. He his underlying numbers were never very good. So if you have, maybe it's time to move on from him. Let's see. Mart in Colorado. Fine. We never talk about playing Yaraz, but if you're going to play twins. the Twins, that's a, I mean, he's hitting 330 with an 840 OPS, right? He just Would you he has rather... no power, right? He needs to score runs. And he's a $1,000 more than Jorge Polanco. Right. Uh, in the same stack, yeah. who does have some power. Yeah, yeah. That's the, I would say that's the issue, getting there. And I actually, I actually played Polanco the other day, and, like, it didn't pay off, but I think... The thousand dollar savings for a guy with actual power is. Yeah. Jeff McNeil at forty two. That's also a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I can tell Marte BVP too, hitting over five hundred against against. I said Marte just for course. Okay. okay. Uh, also, again, I imagine a lot of guys have good BVP on Sensatella because he's not a good pitcher. <laughs> so. No, he is not. If I had to like make a make an educated guess, that would be my bet is that not they're not good. He doesn't have good numbers against people. Let's see. I mentioned Colton Wong the other day. He had a two for five and a double on an RBI. So if Colton Wong is continuing to be in that lineup, even if we like Contreras a bit, I'm, I, I like. Yeah. I think Colton Wong's a decent player. Like a little bit of pop, a little bit of speed. He's not hitting at the top of their lineup anymore. He hit he, fifth yesterday, yeah. which uh, which is fine, right? right. It's, I mean, it's a great spot to be for like someone who has a little pop and can produce runs. Yeah. The other day, in Coors, was Hanser Alberto. Mm-hmm. He gets a lefty against lefty. Blake Snell. No. Okay. If you wanted to just tempt fate there with old Blakey, who has been equally as bad on the road and at home this year. so Yeah, he's just he has not played well. He is no, not. Just not, not doing well there. That's it for me. That's it for yeah, me. I can't even give you my cheap Diego Castillo home run call because he's facing up against someone who's very good. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. That's it for me too. Playing the old Corbin Burns can't run that one. Out yeah, there. can't run that one. You could try, but unsuccessfully. It's funny we talked about it the other day, right? Like, why haven't they put Manny Machado on the IL yet? <laughs> yeah, but like they still could have played like ten. He missed eleven days. I know. He <laughs> could have been like they could have used the roster spot. That's all. Like, uh, I agree. 
But it's just like they could have avoided it to begin with. Like I agree. That said, I do like this for him against Blake Snell. Fine spending up there if you're injured. Bregman is good if you want to, again, double to RBI the other night. If you want to go against Lorenzen. We mentioned anybody in, in all quarters in play. Rojas, fine. Yeah. Lefty, Sensatella, all of it's good. Justin Turner, we like. And a stack against Snell. Let's see. Ooh, Ryan McMahon, 3,500, dude. I know he's not, I know he has not been good. Yeah, and it's, he's a lefty. And what are the Kelly stats this so year? I'm looking, he, all right, yeah. so I got him up. So Kelly has actually been really good at limiting damage this year because there's yes. no good numbers. He got off to I, a super good start. Yeah. Do, we ha- do we have like recent outings for him? Yeah, we got recent outings. So recent outings for Merrill Kelly are as followed. So last start, six innings. Four earned, five runs. That was against the Tigers. The start before, seven innings, one run, five strikeouts against the Twins. Cincinnati, he went, he made two consecutive starts against Cincinnati. One, zero runs over six. The second one was five runs over six. So he's been up and down, but like not, there's been no like, I mean, righties have a 299 Woba against him. Lefties have a 300 Woba. There's nothing. He's allowed only five home runs. Everything's on the ground. He's not striking guys out. The XFIP is worse against lefties, John, this year. If there's anything you want to write a home about, he's been awfully lucky. 288 BABIP against lefties, which is just... But 21% hard hit rate against left-handed pitching. Or left-handed hitters, rather. 35% 35% hard hit rate for righties. Righties don't hit the ball in the air against them. 32% fly ball rate. I will 30- say over the last month, righties have a 48% hard hit rate on them. Okay, last month. What's our, do we have like, are you, can we look at deeper splits too? Yeah, so he, so the last 30 days, June 1st to June 30th, he's made five starts. Right, 2022. He's got a 4-5 ERA during that time, but he's got a 3-2 X. So he's been pitching a little better. He does have a 25% strikeout rate during that range as well. Against right hand, against against righties, by the way. So they've been hitting him, but he isn't striking them out. But he's been a little bit unlucky. But again, 48% hard hit rate during that time. So that probably attributes to that. So, but they're in course. So like, whatever. It's all the. It's all. They the, are in course. That is sure. Yeah, have you seen what Longo's been doing? Now, granted, again, I know that. I mean, all of these games have been at home for them. They just keep on playing at home. But three homers the last five games. Yeah. Been, yeah, he's been really good. He's been really good. And he's cheap. That's I guess that's the one thing, like you said it earlier. You said it's like a little scary. Or it's like you think the Giants offense is worse than it is, and they're not. <laughs> right. They're just kinda not. They're top ten in OPS against right in pitching this year. So yeah, I mean I prefer Longo against lefties. But, but I think even that split this year has been reversed. If I again, it's been no, small. It, it was lefties because I put I had him I had a giant stack like over last weekend in the playbook. Yeah, and he was crushing lefties. And maybe yeah, it you're changed. Right. He's got a high. So he's got an 850 OPS against both lefties and righties this year. But batting average, it's 292 lefties, 232 righties. So he's hitting for power against both. Something to look at, I guess, because Lynn has been giving up home runs early on. But again, I just I had Lance Lynn in prize picks. We hit the over on his strikeout prop in that game, so I was watching it. He was rolling through Baltimore until they sent him back out for the seventh, and he just got hit. But to that point, John, I just pulled. I just wanted to look at Merrill Kelly's career in course. Yeah, three starts made. What would you take a guess at his ERA in course? It's five two, eight 
one five. Yeah. He, he only had one good year until this year, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I like, will say this. I'll say this to, to counter your what you're about to, to, to say. Merrill <laughs> Kelly is like a sinker ball pitcher, and the balls don't sink in Colorado. No, so, they don't. No, they don't. So well, if he's trying to throw sinkers, if he's trying to throw sinkers, and those things are now staying middle, it's gonna get smoked. So. Something to, something to watch there. I got nothing else, though. I don't know if you have anybody. I don't think we need to go further than McMahon, honestly. And you could play Hander. You could play Luis Urias. Yoan Moncada is 2,400. I don't care. I don't care. 294-822 is last 10. I know he's been... I know he has been slightly better. I don't care. His return, his return I, from the IL, 2 for 5 with a double I don't, care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. He's 2,400. Play ex-Red Sox minor league great Yohan Mankata if you want. I won't be joining <laughs> you. I'm telling you right now. I will not be joining you. A shortstop, Trey Turner, lefty, 6K at the time. Javier Baez has been... That is crazy, but warranted, right? I mean, he's just... Torching everything. He's torching but, everybody. Yeah. What, are you going to pay it? I, I mean, I'm not. No, I'd find, probably find the Turner money. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind Tim Anderson, even though it's not against a lefty. He just does a lot of different things. He's hitting 340. So 5,100 is for him. Carlos Correa is fine for me. You're all in on the Twins anyways. Yep. Tony Aldo. No, I can't actually. Dang. Yeah. He's 4,100 and he's facing Corbin Burns. I know. I, I love playing O'Neill Cruz, but like can't do it on this list. Let's see. It is not a great value. Jorge Mateo, twenty five hundred. Maybe same with like Nick Gordon. May if he cracks the lineup, maybe because again, Twins. Uh, but like just a bad. Even still played, even with Machado back. That's a good call. Uh, he's got hits in every game since he's been called up. Almost um, every game since he's been called up. Hits in six straight. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I if don't. He's in the, if he's in the line, oh, he won't be in the lineup. It's a lefty on the mound. He no, won. it's Gonsolin. Oh, right. He played, right. Snell plays for okay. him. Yeah. Okay. So if Gonsolin's really good, but yeah, I mean. Snell and him are teammates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him and Snell, him and Snell are the same team. Uh, yeah. All right. If he's on the lineup, I don't mind the dark throw. He's a, he's a legit prospect. So, like, yeah. he's free. And the Padres should just be playing him anyways. Like, get him get him the playing time. This is a position you're going to be spending up on. I think this is a very strong spend-up position, but I agree. If there is one value that I would probably play, it's C.J. Abrams. Okay. Outfield. Aaron Judge. 6,400. Yes. He's hitting 180. But I know, but every hit, it's a home run. It's just a home run, dude. Why would you not just run. play the guy below him? Like, probably because he's facing the guy who just threw a no-no? I mean, I'm not, like, against... I do have that working theory that guys coming off, like, near no-hitters suck the next day, but then Miles Mikolas, like, almost threw another no-hitter the last time. Yeah. So, Miles, like... Miles Mikolas and Mark Burley are, like, the two guys that come off of no-hitters and are like, we're fine. Mark Burley... Almost like literally was like eight innings through a no hitter, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he. I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it after the perfect? Did he throw a perfect game? It might and have been. No, yeah. Almost a no hitter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like really close to that. So Mark Burley, 2007 was his no hitter. You go through the rest of the outfield. I'll go to look at the Mark Burley game logs. Everybody's Jones. Yeah, because yes, everyone definitely loves it. I mean, if J Rod's not suspended, it's it. J Rod season is like full bloomed. Like we're pa- like. Like, just hand him all the trophies now for Rookie of the Year, right? Like, even if he doesn't play another game, just give him the trophies now. He's hitting everything. I think Byron Buxton is going to be one of my top spend-ups. Of the, you know what I mean? On the Twins. And in Minnesota is a great hitting environment. First, Spencer Watkins. 
you can keep playing John Carlos Stanton because when he's hitting, like, there's nobody that can slow him down. He's either really good or really bad. There's nothing in between. I We can play Kyle Tucker, lefty, Michael Lorenzen this year. And same goes for Jordan. We don't know if Jordan's going to play, but he wasn't in the lineup again Thursday against the Yankees. But if Jordan's in the lineup against Michael Lorenzen, love that. So love the Houston outfielders. First Coors bat we have in the outfield, Charlie Blackman. 4,900. I think that's viable. He's been pretty good lately. 317 OP, or average, 900 OPS over his last 10 games, five extra base hits over that span. So you could play black. Dalton Varsho outfield only is just dead in the water, but I guess you can play him because it's cores, but he's definitely not my favorite bat. Max Kepler is a homer the other day, has back-to-back decent fantasy performances. I think you could play him. Going down the list, we get Chris Taylor against a lefty. We definitely prefer him against lefties over the last couple of years. He just hasn't been really great. Chris Bryant's been decent, I should say. Yeah. And by that, I mean he hasn't been good. But he is. Kind of... He's just coming back. He's just coming he back. He had two hits. He had two yeah. hits the other day. Do we find uh, Mark Bradley? Or yeah, still... so he has a major league record 45 consecutive batters set down. He threw the perfect game in 2009 against the Rays. And then he followed it up with like five like no-hit innings against the... That's six, I think. 27 plus 18, right? Yeah, Isn't but he, that... I think he, they're counting the start before. I'm trying to get oh, okay. the exact okay. the exact numbers there. But uh, yeah, he in the middle of setting a major league record, 45 consecutive batters put down over three games. He had 27 of those 45 against the Rays. So he went on and just were... That's insane. Yeah. That's um, insane. He did fall apart a little bit after that. Uh, in, his, in that start, though, against Minnesota. The series alive. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, he allowed... Sixth and the third innings, he allowed five earned. But I'm pretty sure he had, like, f- like five no-hit innings there to start that game. I'm trying to get the, like, play-by-play, but baseball reference is not cooperating with me here. So, anyways... 4,200 Connor Joe hitting 395 over his last 10 games. In cores, if we believe in the reverse splits Merrill Kelly theory, I think that's in play for sure. Yeah, I'm with you there. Where are you? What's your... I mean, I'm definitely playing Winker. Say, if he's in the lineup, you're definitely there. I'm playing him all formats, cash tournaments. He's just absolutely torching everybody right now. Grishik's been better of late. Three hits in three straight. Two of those have been multi-hit games. The one that was a single hit had a home run. So I like Randall Grishik in cores. Arizona's super cheap in cores today, John. David Paul to 3,700. He's hitting 313 over his last 10 games. Alec Thomas, 3,500. Alec Thomas only hits right-handed pitching, and he gets Sensatella. So I think it's going to be another day if you're playing cash, you're loading up on loading up on course. Gotcha. Just to put a nail in the uh, Mark Burley uh, coffin there, five and two-thirds of perfect baseball in the game following his perfect game. And then he walked Alexi Casilla. He gave up a single to Denard Span. Joe uh, Maurer hit a ground rule, and that kind of ended a lot of of it after that. So five and two-thirds perfect after throwing a perfect game. So I know all of you needed to know that. You're just really interested in the mark burley stats from 2009 there you go a little history a little bar trivia for you guys who did mark burley nearly no hit after throwing a perfect game it was the uh, it was the minnesota the minnesota twins shout out that's a preview to what's to happen tonight minnesota twins about to go crazy yep yep all right so home run call oh got 10 games there's value here to be had at all right give me your value mark canna 
I like playing against value if you're playing a meta. You've mentioned Andrew McCutcheon a bunch lately, John. Yeah, dude. Three hits, three hits last night. Dude, again. I, I picked them up like last week in my fantasy baseball team that beat yours. So <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. So I think that's a viable play. Let's keep going down. Edward Olivares, everyone's favorite year-to-year pickup in fantasy. He's three thousand dollars. He's viable. Trace Thompson gets a lefty, John. He'll probably be in the lineup for the Dodgers yeah. if you want to play him against Blake Snell. I think that's pretty viable. Riley Green, if you're into Detroit stacks, Riley Green, $2,400. Has hits in no hit streak, but pretty good. 286 average on the year in his 10 games played. I, I wish think... they would call, I wish they would call it Kalonic up if these guys get suspended because he's, he's been murdering the baseball triple. Now, again, triple but... for the league that he plays in is a hitter haven, but, you know. Just he's been he has been so good in triple a like his entire career yeah like he has great triple a pitching his entire career so i agree but i'm also like very hesitant to like buy into it yeah. if mazara's in the lineup at 2100 mazara yep and kyle isbell for what it's worth has homered in two straight games and it looks like Michael Pineda will take the mound for, for Detroit tonight. So if you're, I think maybe a sneaky little, we tried to stack against Pineda before and it hasn't worked, but a sneaky little uh, Royal snack stack could be in play. All right. Now, will you give me your home run call? I'm going to go with, I should go Yankees here, but I'm not. Uh, I should also go Seattle, but I think that's a little, it's scary because we don't know who's going to be in the lineup. I will go, I just had someone in my head in my brain, John, and I forgot him. I'll go Kyle Tucker against Michael. Oh, Lennon. you son of a bitch. Is that uh, who you were going with? So I was going to say, I want Jordan if he's in the lineup, but Tucker pivot if he's if not. If he doesn't play, yeah. yeah. Take Tucker, and I'll go with the twin, because no. I've been tired right. of twins. So um, I'm going to go Jordan if he's in the lineup, and I'm if going he's Carolina. not, <laughs> go Tucker. All right, I think that's a great one. So you're basically doubling down, so you basically have two options. No, um, I only got one. <laughs> But I'm not sure the other one's going to be in the lineup. True. So. No, true. I'll go. I'm going to go with Kirilov. Okay. AKA Alex Kirigo is going to take Spencer Watkins. Yad. Sounds good. All right. So that wraps it up. Get us in Discord and on Twitter if you have any questions. Who's on the playbook today? Is it you? Me. James is on the playbook. We'll catch you guys later.